We've been joined by a special guest, Fiona Tollich, who's a, a patient advocate with Patient Voices Aotearoa. She's with me now. Good morning, Fiona. Good morning. What is the reality for families who can't afford the medication they need for themselves or their children? The reality is a horrendous one, um, and it's potential death of, of their child. Do you know families that have either had to move overseas or watch their children die because they don't get the medication? I've, I, I know families um, sitting in both camps, unfortunately. I've attended uh, funerals for children, um, and I've, uh, uh, I have several friends in the SMA community who have moved overseas. In fact, about 25% of those who have children with SMA um, who are Kiwis have, have moved to Australia to get that life-saving treatment. Can you tell us more specifically on the 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 difference that they would get in Australia than they would get here the same for the same ailment? Um, they would they would get life essentially. So over seventy percent of uh, those who are born um, with SMA who uh, who are given treatment presymptomatically show no clinical signs of the disease at all. Uh, for those that are diagnosed in New Zealand, um, because we wait until symptoms show, because you can't pre-screen for it because there's no treatment available, their children will deteriorate and continue to deteriorate. So uh, the best case scenario is by the time they get overseas, they, they then get access to try and stop it um, from progressing. So some have gained back mobility. So some who had lost the ability to walk in New Zealand at age two might be walking now at age four or five um, because I suppose what had gone to sleep, it was dormant as opposed to died. Um, but for some, um, unfortunately, they can't get back what they've lost, but they can halt the progression. It's, a, it's, it's, it's known as a baby motor neuron disease. So once the nerves die, um, it can't send messages to the, to the muscles. Um, and unfortunately... The disease is, is highly progressive. Um, it's the leading cause of um, genetic death in, in children. Fiona, Fiona, how much money do you want to see for Farmer? Um, well, I think the reality is, is, is we know that they um, they said themselves before the budget that they needed $417 million budget boost annually to fund the 73 meds uh, that they had on their, on their to fund list. Um, so at minimum, it, it would need to be that. But the reality is there's more drugs that are coming through the pipeline, amazing therapies for rare diseases, chronic conditions and cancers. Um, every day there would be you know, new drugs that are coming through and we can't get access to them. So they need their budget doubled. So you, you're, you're, looking, um, you're looking at about a billion-dollar boost, which sounds like a lot of money, um, but, it, but it's not when it, when it stops the pressure from going on the health system. So at the moment, we've got people in hospital taking up space and beds who, through access to medicines, wouldn't need to be there. They wouldn't need that. Where do you propose this, the funding comes from? Where do we get the money from? Oh, well, look, I mean, I, I, you know, I, I think at the end of the day, the money is there and we're seeing that money is being spent. The government just announced today that they were going to put for that new COVID therapy, um, you know, layers of, of money through so that that could be funded. And, and looking at the international price indications, it's about $60 million just like that. Um, so the money is there. Um, and we know that for every dollar that's spent on a medicine, up to $10 is saved elsewhere in the health system. So rather than having the ambulance at the bottom of the cliff, let's put it at the top, stop all these people from needing to access the health system um, and getting dialysis or, or needing treatment or surgeries 
Yeah. These kids are getting spinal rods inserted. They're getting fitted for wheelchairs. If, if, they, if they don't need access to that or feeding tubes or what have you, um, then it takes the pressure off the health system. So you kind of need to spend more to save more. So I agree. I totally sense. agree. But yeah. Fiona, I've got to go to the news. Thank you very much oh, for joining us this welcome. morning. You're Fio- welcome. Uh, thank you. I appreciate it. Fiona Tolich is a patient advocate with Patients Voices Aotearoa. Coming up.